Welcome back to another episode of the Game Over Podcast. This NFL season has been great so far, better for some teams and worse for some teams. But we here at Game Over, doing the Falcons and the Charger, we are right here in the middle. In the middle of mediocrity, but so close. So close to breaking up and getting to the upper echelon of teams. Where to begin? Where to begin with the season? Oh, let's start out with a story. Let's start with story time. All right, since we're talking about the Raiders, Raiders' former coach was Chucky. He got fired for some unsavory things he said uh, via email. I'm talking about John Gruden, if you haven't uh, haven't realized that. Um, so let's start out with a little story of uh, if you know the do you know the Chucky doll, the Child's Play movies? They were huge. When I was a, I was a kid. It's about this little, uh, little doll, like a My Little Buddy doll. That is, this guy. He's a murderer, and uh, he encompasses or he gets into the body of this doll. And as a eight, nine year old kid, this dog, this doll was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And it would commit murder. That's what the the doll would do. It would. It would act like a doll, and then, you know, then it would kill you. It would kill whoever it was going after. I think the guy, the little kid who owned it, his name was Andy. But the doll would die, and then the dog, the doll would come back. The doll would always come back, somehow. It was burned alive, came back. Was melted down, came back. Was thrown off a cliff, came back. So, this is probably like 1991, 90, maybe 89. I'm saying 89. Taylor Swift reference. So I was downstairs in my uh, basement, and uh, I look up. I'm just chilling, doing my doing my doing whatever nine year olds do. Probably watch cartoons or something. My dad was a fantastic. Now when I talk about funny, he could have been Kevin Hart. He could have been Eddie Murphy. He was absolutely hysterically funny. But he loved playing jokes on me and my siblings. So one day, um, as I'm sitting down there um, watching my cartoons late at night, you know, watching them on a VCR. So I look up and (laughs) my dad has a uh, has a Teddy Ruxpin doll. I can't see my dad. I can't see him. I, all I can see is this Teddy Ruxpin doll up there at the top of the steps. And he has tied a knife to the Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, he's tied a knife to the hand of the Teddy Ruxpin. And he's waving with a string the knife and <laughs> and uh, saying my name. So I sprint up the stairs and I die over the Teddy Ruxpin. And he is just... Just laughing so hard and and I'm I'm still terrified <laughs> my heart is beating out of my chest but that's my story for today uh Teddy Ruxpin Chucky and without further ado let's get to the Raiders and Chargers now uh those people calling for the head of Brandon Staley who are you gonna get who are we gonna get you're gonna promote Kellen Moore who's never been a head coach in the NFL uh, whose clock management skills might be worse than Brandon Staley's, because this is almost a rinse and repeat of what has gone on all season. We have a lead. Fourth quarter, 
we either lose the lead or come very close to losing the lead. I I don't like I it's hard for me to one thing I, I said I will never do. I'll never criticize a loss. A win is a win. Winning in the NFL is one of the toughest things to do. It's very difficult. You put in so much work during the week. Classroom, field work, the little things that go into putting into a successful week of football, all that has to be done. And you still might not win. The Chargers won this game. It was closer. It was closer than I wanted it to be. It was 24-17. Um, the going for it on your side of the, or going for it on fourth down to to end the game. I, I do not like that with the personnel that we have. If you're going to do stuff like that, that short yardage, I know we do the push, the tush push. The tush push is the thing. Everybody loves the tush push. Everyone loves it. But you know what? Our quarterback can't squat 600 pounds, and we do not have the best offensive line in football. That's why it works for the Eagles. I, I saw a lot of people, a lot of teams out there try to emulate the tush push. I saw the Patriots do it and fail. The Chargers do it and fail. Um, no, no knock on that, but you got to have the personnel to do it. You, you have to, and they have perfected it. If it's any yard to gain in a in a uh, a very short distance, they're going to do the tush push. They're going to get it. It's unstoppable. It, it is. It, it's one of these plays that's unstoppable. You want them to stop it, put it on Madden. Put it on Madden. People will complain, 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 complain until they take it off Madden. Then, then you'll get some traction in the NFL. That's the only way you're going to get rid of it. So let's go to some Charger stats in this win, this 24-17 win. Justin Herbert, 13 for 24, 167 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, he, this is his first game down Mike Williams. So it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Uh, I know we're waiting on Jalen Guyton to get off the pup list. And I think when he comes back, there, there will be a little bit they'll be a little bit more cohesive because uh, Mike Williams is the he is the, the the defense stretch guy. You don't really have that right now. But Jalen Guyton can come back and he can fill that role. So 167 yards on the right home about uh, Joshua Kelly. 17 attempts, 65 yards. Davis, 3 attempts, 51 yards. That's actually pretty good. Justin Herbert ran 12 times for 20. You don't want to see your quarterback running 12 times for 27 yards. That's a lot of opportunities to get hit. And Isaiah Spiller, who I, I think should be better, but but uh, he hasn't found his footing. Five carries for 12 yards. Receiving-wise, uh, Palmer. Palmer's a guy who's stepping in in Mike Williams' spot right now. Eight carries, or eight to eight targets, three receive, three receptions, 77 yards. One of which was the one to seal the game way downfield. Uh, Herbert dropped a dime to him. Keenan Allen coming off that big week last week, only five targets, three receptions, 32 yards. Quentin Johnson. What is going on with Quentin Johnson? Now, I've, I've talked about the Chargers trading for a wide receiver. But why would you trade for a wide receiver when you have when you picked one number one? He should be better. He has to be better. Um, having not having Mike Williams, I know that accelerates his our our need for him to be a part of this team, a productive part of this team. But he hasn't showed up yet. So one reception for 18 yards. Davis two targets, 
for two receptions, 16 yards. Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller, two targets, two receptions, 15 yards. Uh, Gerald Everett, still looking to get going. Two receptions, nine yards. Um, yeah. Donald Parham was knocked out of the game. Hopefully he gets back soon. He had one target. Now, the story of the defense is all Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack had six sacks, which is insane. That That is why you brought him. And now, that's six sacks without Joey Bosa playing. That's no Joey Bosa. Um, and he was able to get six sacks. So he was facing the majority of the double teams and things of that nature in this game. All right, so let's go to the Las Vegas team. Now, Aiden O'Connell starting in the place of an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Not bad for a rookie. 24 for 39, 238. Josh Jacobs, 17 attempts for 58 yards. Samir White from Georgia, go dogs. Three attempts, 15 yards. Aiden, Adrian, Aiden O'Connell, three attempts for three yards. Now, uh, Josh Jacobs, um, as a their head coach, Josh McDaniels, former Patriot guy, you know all the time he's going to get his running back the ball, and he did. Josh Jacobs had eight receptions for 81 yards. Devontae Adams who uh, is still working his way in. He hasn't had the success that he had last year. He was absolutely unstoppable last year. Eight receptions for 75. Jacoby Myers, who has much better chemistry with Jimmy Garoppolo. Two receptions, 33 yards. Uh, Hunter Renfro uh, might be on the trade block. Hunter Renfro, uh, who in the previous years has had great seasons. But here only getting four targets, two receptions, 12 yards. That's not uh, that's not typical Hunter Renfro stat line. Um, Austin Austin Hooper, who was taken over for Darren Waller at tight end, a former Atlanta Falcon, one reception for 11 yards. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, their big defensive story: Max Crosby, two sacks. Max Crosby is a gamer. They have had a lot of trouble. One of their their uh, Chandler Jones, who uh, was released this past offseason. Or this, not this past offseason, this past week. Um, yeah, they need him because their defense is very suspect. And they need all the help they can get. Also, uh, my if I was to get a job other than the jobs that I have now, my dream job, to be an NFL general manager. And how to not be a general manager is do the things that the Chargers did. All right, so the Chargers signed a corner last uh, two offseasons ago. Heralded dude from the Patriots. Heralded. His name is J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson played all of seven games with the uh, L.A. Chargers. And in these seven games, he had a couple, couple good games, but nothing to write home about the rest of it. Playing the NFL is hard. I get it. Get it. He was compensated. $80 million. So the Chargers, in in retrospect, looking at back at this, paid $40 million to J.C. Jackson for seven games before shipping him out. Shipping my man out back home to the Patriots, where I'm sure he'll go back great. That's the one thing with the Patriots. Once their players leave New England... They're usually not good anywhere else. So I would I would go on uh, kind of with that cautionary tale if you ever go out there and get a get a Patriots player because they are uh, they're better in New England because of the coaching. So Chargers, a very very happy 
two and two. They're moving in the right direction, I think. They've they've they're kind of going to get healthy now. One thing too about the Chargers, you haven't had Austin Eckler these last couple, these last three games. He got he got hurt in the first game uh, with an ankle. So hopefully um, he gets healthy this week, heals up, and gets back out there. I'm really looking forward to to having our offense back and having him in the backfield. It helps every, it helps with everything. Helps with everything. Helps the offensive line. Helps the wide receivers. Helps the tight end. So hopefully we get him back very shortly. All right, so now on to Atlanta in jolly old London. This was a debacle from the beginning. Desmond Ritter might have played one of the worst halves of football in, uh, that I've watched in a while. So Desmond Ritter's stat line, 19 for 31, 191 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Now the... Uh, one of the interceptions was a pick six. You can't have that. That's bad. So what are they going to do about Desmond Ritter? He was taken two years ago in the fourth round. Not paying him a lot. He, uh, he, by this point, I think you should know what you have. Is he, is he a NFL player? Is he a backup I don't know. He's definitely he's definitely a step sideways from what you had last year with Marcus Mariota. Now, if I put my general manager hat on, I would trade him so fast. And you know who I'd go out and get? He's playing right now. His name's Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Justin Fields would solve a lot of problems. Chicago's not going to resign Justin Fields. And if they want to tank and get their shot at the best possible quarterback, get rid of him and start your start whoever's behind him. It doesn't even matter. You're not you're not playing for anything. You're you're going to be 0 and 5 after after you lose to Washington tonight, so And then you can get somebody in here. Atlanta has so many explosive players. We're going to get to one of them right now. Bijan Robinson, 14 attempts, 105 yards. Tyler Igier, 7 attempts, 16 yards. Desmond Ritter, 1 for 6. The thing, too, is Fields is also a uh, more athletic, faster quarterback. Chanu Smith, who uh, is tight in 2. 6 receptions for 95 yards. Bijan Robinson, 5 receptions, 32. Drake London, 3 for 28. Drake London is should be putting up way better numbers than this. Kyle Pitts, 2 for 21. He should be putting up way better numbers than this. Mac Hollins targeted three times, zero receptions. Cordell Hodge, two targets, two receptions, 19 yards. Those are not those are not the numbers of an NFL starting quarterback. Let's go to let's go to the Defensively, they have they've been playing well. I will say that the Falcons have been playing well defensively. Trevor Lawrence, twenty three for thirty, two hundred seven yards, one touchdown. Travis Etienne, twenty attempts, fifty five yards. Trevor Lawrence, eight attempts, forty two yards. He's very athletic. He can do his thing. Tank Bisbee, three, three yard, three attempts, ten yards. Zero touchdowns. All right, Christian Kirk. 
Christian Kirk, who came over from the Arizona Cardinals a couple years ago, he's kind of been one of these players that has kind of proved himself that he is just not a number four receiver. He's a legit number one. Eight receptions, 84 yards. Emmett Ingram, another cast away from the Giants. Uh, another cast away uh, from a team. He was with the Giants. Seven receptions, 59 yards. Calvin Ridley, uh, who former was an Atlanta Falcon, would be the best receiver on the Atlanta Falcons if he was still there. Two receptions, 38 yards. Travis Etienne, three receptions, 17 yards of note. Now, uh, another former Falcon, Floyer Luvican. Luvican. Um, eight tackles. And that is huge. Um, he is one of those players I think that they would have loved to keep. The Falcons would have loved to keep, but could not because of the uh, the costs associated with it. But he would have been welcome part of this defense. Uh, where are the Falcons going from here? They play the Houston Texans this week. Now, usually uh, when you go to London, they give you a week off. They did not do this. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are in London right now. They're going to play again. They're going to play the Bills in London. So um, that is that is huge for them. That's a pretty cool, cool deal. Uh, they get to stay over there two weeks. But the Falcons have to come immediately back um, stateside and play a Houston team that's also 2-2. Two and two. And Houston, Houston's been doing well. Um, rookie quarterback, they've got two great receivers. So uh, we're going to see if, uh, if Atlanta can recoup and get back on track. Uh, don't look for Desmond Ritter to get better in that short amount of time because he is what he is. And trade, de- trade deadline is looming. And we are going to see what happens with that. But there, there are two ways to look. They're both two and two. Chargers look like they're trending in the right direction with a with uh, what they're doing, getting that win. Falcons are kind of trending in the other direction at two and two. This weekend is big for the Falcons. This also weekend, even a bye week, is big for the Chargers because they got to get healthy. So next week will just be Falcons. I'll be able to spend a little bit more time on the breakdown of that. Let's get to the uh, let's get to some DraftKings. I know you're you're all hoping hoping that I was able to break through and do amazing. I got ba- I got good news and bad news. I did well. I did well. I did not win the hundred thousand. I did not. Um, but my teams did well. All right. So let me give you my top team. A whopping fifteen bucks. <laughs> 15 bucks, I had 194 points. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to how we did, the players that I took. All right, it took Russell Wilson, 22 points. Christian McCaffrey was my big dude. 51 points for Christian McCaffrey. He was all over the place scoring four touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 21 points. Stephon Diggs had a monster game, three touchdowns for the, uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I doubled up on the Bills. I thought... That uh, that they would have to sling it a lot to catch uh, to keep pace with Miami. Um, they ended up scoring 48 points. Gabriel Davis had 15. Uh, my only bad pick, I think, was actually had two. Mims Jr., rookie out of Oklahoma, he got me 6.7. Gerald Everett for the Chargers. I was still hoping that uh, that Justin Herbert would start targeting his tight ends more. He did not. 2.9, but then I had Nico Collins, the the receiver for the Houston Texans, who I'm thinking he'll have a big game this week because I because that's their Tank Dell and Nico Collins 
one or two of them or both of them will have big days next week. It's just a matter of how big the day will be. Now, when you're playing the Falcons on DraftKings, you got to realize the Falcons run a lot, so that's going to drain the clock a little bit. But if you force them to go three and out, quickly you'll get the ball back. So there's a lot of what-ifs on that. And then we had my defense. I took the Cardinals defense because that was, I think, the cheapest one I could take. They got me negative three points. So 194.82. Let me tell you what the winner got. The the dude we got, who who is this? Kurt Miller 21, a whopping hundred thousand dollars. He scored 265 points. He outscored me by 68 points, which is which is not a lot. That's not a lot. The difference between 15 and 100,000. Let's see who he took. He took Justin Fields. All right, Justin Fields had 32 points. He had a great game. Devin Achain, the running back for the Miami Dolphins. He had 30. Alvin Kamara, we both took him. 21 points. Brandon Ayuk, always coming up big. He is a very good player. 23 points. Puka Nakua, which is my favorite name to say right now. Puka. Puka Nakua. Um, with a whopping 34 points. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, 30 points for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he must be a Chicago fan because he also took Cole Komet, who also had 27.6 points. Uh, he, we both took Nico Collins, 38. But then he took the Cowboys defense, would put him over the top with 27 points. The Cowboys defense, two sacks, two interceptions made, one defensive fumble recovery, and two defensive touchdowns. You're not going to beat a dude who scores 27 points to their defense. That's never going to happen. Defenses are hard, the hardest to pick because they're the most unpredictable. Uh, you you tend to choose defenses that are going against quarterbacks with less experience. Um, Mac Jones is just a turnover machine waiting to happen, I guess. And that was his pick. So hopefully this weekend I'm going to go back at it. I've already made some teams. I've got two more teams to make uh, before... Um, we get into this DraftKings this weekend. Oh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, if I, hey, if I win the $100,000, everybody who hits me up, you'll get a little bit. I, I will promise you that. So be on the lookout. All right. So this has been an episode of the Game Over Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm about to enjoy this Washington Commanders versus the Chicago Bears game. I, in my, once with my friends, I took Sam Howell and I also took um, Clarin. So hopefully they'll have big games tonight. All right, I will catch you on the next episode. Enjoy football this weekend.